0: This is the Casper and Chris Podcast.
1: From News Talk KBOI, Boise. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. It is the Hometown Breakfast. We are live in CUNA, the Port Belly, uh, Main and Avenue B, right across the street from the Shell Station, right across from uh, Nampa Auto Parts. uh, Easy to find. Look for the KBOI sign and then just come down that alleyway. We're here till 10 o'clock. We have a special guest with us who uh, has agreed to come on the air with us. Um, Her name is Yvonne St. Cyr. And uh, Yvonne, first of all, thanks for taking a few minutes. Um, You've been in the news a lot this week. Um, You were at the uh, January 6th, um, quote unquote, what they're calling insurrection at the nation's capital. Um, Update us on what's going on this week and why you have been so much in the news.
0: Um, Well, I was indicted yesterday on six felony charges. So they've raised it from two misdemeanors
1: to six felonies. So is the reason that they did that because you decided to um, plead innocent? Is, that, is that, I believe is that is it.
0: I, be- I believe they are trying to scare me. Um, they offered me a plea deal last year for um, no jail time and one year supervised probation. And I said I will not plead guilty to something I did not do and um, so no thank you.
1: So what are you charged with now?
0: Um, a bunch of bullshit sorry excuse my language but yeah we're on the radio here so. <laughs> sorry um, a bunch of lies uh, conspiracy to enter the capital I, I have to look at the charges just I try not to give it a whole lot of energy because um, it's not worth it I'm I believe things are bigger than me so I'm just going to trust
1: so what did you do? That did, did you, first of all, because you're being charged with entering the Capitol, did you enter the Capitol? We'll ask that question and start off right there.
0: Um, yes, I did.
1: Um, were you told that you couldn't enter the Capitol and you entered anyway?
0: Um, so my circumstances are a little bit different. And, and I, if you allow, I will explain what happened. Yeah. Um, so I, I served in the Marine Corps. 16 years, my husband and I met on the drill field and when President Trump said, um, first of all, I know that our election was stolen. I knew that on November 3rd when I, I, I spent 2020 watching the news, watching the rallies, watching everything and um, I'm a critical thinker and I was really good at it in True Green, I would find salesmen that were ripping off the company. So I see things that most people don't see. And I knew that election was stolen and when Trump said to come to DC, I knew that history was being made. I had no idea what kind of history, but I knew it was going to be historical and I wanted to be a part of history. So we drove cross country and um, the day of the rally, we got separated. I was pretty excited. I skipped down with my flag. I had my flag and my camera going and my husband didn't skip along with me. So we got separated. And I had no idea that there were two entrances to the Capitol. I had no idea what was going on. So I just kind of followed the crowd and I was on the backside where the inauguration was. And um, so I went up to the front. I was there to experience. I believe we're here to experience life, that we are here for the human experience. So I went to the front of the, the line to experience it. I have no intention of fighting with the police officer. I love law and order when they're not corrupt. And following the law constitutional. Um, so I went to the front and I was pepper sprayed and I was trying to talk to the police officers there at the barricade and it was getting a little bit dicey. Um and I told the, the police officer, I said, I'm not gonna move, I have a right to be here. I won't fight you, I won't go any farther, but I'm not moving and out. This of the is way.
1: this is still outside the Capitol, right? Right.
0: And so at some point um, I got sprayed, and there were people trying to help me, and then and they broke the barriers, um, and so we walked up to the front, and then at that point, I dropped my flag, and I had my phone. I took my phone off the top, and I was just videotaping, and I went inside of the doorway where the inauguration was, and um, I actually made it to the side where the police were. I don't know how. I mean, I didn't mean to get there because it was pretty scary. Um, I, I had backpack on with a still water bottle, and it was and I was really little I was probably about 30 pounds littler than I am now then so it was crazy and um, these guys kept squishing me and saying we're not trying to hurt you and I said I know and I was okay cuz I had my water bottle protecting me so I finally got out and then I got up on the railway and I was just taking pictures and this is that area where Roseanne Boylan was um, trampled and murdered I believe and beaten to death by the Capitol Police Um, but as they pushed everyone out I dropped my phone because they picked me up and threw me out and I couldn't find my phone. And I tried to call my husband. He had tried to call me while I was in there and he couldn't hear me. So I, when we went outside, I tried to call him. I borrowed a phone and I couldn't, he couldn't hear me. And there was all that going on with um, Roseanne Boyland and all the stuff at the front of the door. And I was just kind of on the side. And about that time, they started to break the windows. And I thought, oh, I could crawl in the window borrow phone, call him and meet up with him. I was ready to go at that point because it was just, it was a, I don't even know how to explain the feeling of watching um, your country fall apart. It was the saddest day of my life. And so I crawled through the window and this is where it gets crazy is I said, does anyone have a phone I could borrow? I lost my phone. And literally this guy pulls my phone out of his pocket. He had found it. Yep and and so I hold on to that and think I don't understand what's going on and I don't know why I'm here and I don't know why I'm charged with six felonies because I'm not a criminal I love my country I love what we stand for and I believe that we are being our freedoms are being taken away and that's why I went to the Capitol
1: other than um, being in the Capitol which you just said that you went in through a window um, while you were in there anything that you did did you participate in some of the allegations of destroying property or stealing anything or anything like that
0: no i plugged in my phone um realized we had service i called my husband plugged in my phone realized we had service because we hadn't had service all day there was no service at the eclipse when he was doing the um speech or anything so i went live not thinking because i was caught up in the moment i had Had no idea. I mean, during the Kavanaugh hearings, everyone was in the Capitol. Everyone's always been in the Capitol. Why all of a sudden were we not allowed in the Capitol? So it just, I wasn't thinking about all that. And I went live not knowing what you all were watching on the news and what was happening. And about that time, they started to take the door off the hinges. And I was like, I don't want any part of this. I said, I am out and I crawled back out the window and I sat there for a little bit. And the funny thing is, is I watched kind of from a distance and about that time, the Capitol police came out with grenades of tear gas and launched the tear gas. And I mean, we scattered like cockroaches. And I thought, wow, why didn't they do that three hours ago? (laughs) Why didn't they? Because there was no way that much tear gas. It had been pepper spray up until that point. But at that point when they threw all that tear gas, Why didn't they do that three hours ago, and they would have never had any of the issues? Roseanne Boylan would still be alive.
1: So what happens now? You you said uh, this this week that you uh, pleaded innocent, and we're— When you pleaded innocent, were the charges the way they are right now? Did you have the six felonies, or was it after you pleaded innocent to the other charges, or did you agree or disagree to accept the plea bargain? I'm trying to get the timeline down here. So originally when I was
0: arrested last year in March, um, they had charged me with two misdemeanors. um, Violent entry into a restricted area and... um, trespassing i think was the other one uh i can't remember
1: violent entry into a restricted
0: area right which i didn't touch or hurt anyone um i've i've taken an oath for no violence i'm in training and um i don't believe we're here to i i don't believe in war i don't believe in any of that so um but and then i they my they offered me a plea agreement last year so i went to court I was arrested in March. I think I had court in May. Was, I had a, my first hearing where they let me out. And then I think we went in May, May or June of last year. And then it wasn't until November. Well, since November, I've had court um, once, either every month or every other month, and it's been canceled the day of. I've I missed work every single time because mm. every single time it was canceled until finally yesterday,
1: I was indicted on six felonies. So once again, I just want to get this straight. You had a chance to do no jail time and turn that down.
0: Because I'm not going to admit to something I didn't do.
1: Got it. So what hap- what happens now? Where I mean, do you have any idea where it goes, where the case goes from here, how soon you go to court? I, I assume you have a lawyer. I don't I guess maybe I shouldn't assume.
0: I have um the federal federal defense attorneys. So I'm I have I, I quit working in twenty twenty, so I was given um Public defenders, okay. federal. And, and I don't know that we could afford... Right. When you're talking federal court system, it gets really...
1: Yeah. Really um, spendy. Do you know when you go back to court again?
0: I have court Tuesday. And I think they're officially going to read the... Yesterday, it was weird. I missed part of it because it took 40, 45 minutes before it even started. And then I looked down at my phone and they were... It was actually my attorney. Our Our court system's kind of weird that way, too. Um, so, had, Tuesday.
1: Had your attorney's prepared you and said you probably are going to be charged with uh...
0: He knew that they were most likely going to try to... They had sent pictures last, I want to say October, for me to look at. Um, to look at and say that they were trying to come up with felonies. But I was was like, okay, what is that? I mean, the picture literally...
1: And, and since yesterday, I mean, have they spoken to you about what they think your chances are or anything like that?
0: Um, no, not really. I mean, we well, we talked a little bit yesterday because... We know that if this actually goes to trial, um, no one 's getting a fair trial. You can see that there 's not anything fair happening right now in our i mean there 's guys sitting in jail that have been in jail since January sixth That is not how our court system works they 're they're doing they 're on their own they're doing, they''re doing their own program right now they 're not following the constitution and they 're not following um, anything that our laws are supposed to be followed i mean fair trials and Innocent until proven guilty. I, none of that. I was canceled off of Airbnb. Canceled Lyft. Tried to fire me. I didn't even drive for him for the last year. I mean, it's crazy what's happening in our country. Did
1: did, did the crowd do anything wrong in your uh, estimation? I mean, what did they do wrong that they shouldn't have done?
0: Um, well, I wasn't everywhere, so I can't speak for everyone. Um, you know, I, it's funny we. We hear about uh, I got arrested also in Idaho for a mask for the mask mandate, and I was found guilty on that and the police officer that that 's going through the uh, appeal process right now, but he was he had this officer that um, did the arrest and testified against me talked about how many years he had eight years in um, oh, de de escalating um, there was no de escalation there was no it was
1: went from zero to 60 and
0: yeah it was it was i don't think anyone had the intention of doing anything i think people just didn't it was the strangest day of my life i literally felt like i was in the twilight zone i could not and the weirdest thing is when i was in the marine corps i was best friends with the sergeant major of the marine corps current sar major of the marine corps right now sar major black his wife was my best friend in di school in the morning i got to dc She realized, she saw, because in the morning, first thing on Facebook, I did have service. And it was like, we got there about six o'clock in the morning. And she messages me. It was the weirdest message. She said, I can't believe you're here. She goes, I wish I could join you. She goes, please be careful. Why? Why did she send me that message? Why the morning of, hours before anything, did she tell me to be careful? What did they know that we don't?
1: Yvonne, we're uh, up against a break here. I, I appreciate you taking a few minutes and uh, letting us know from your side uh, what happened. Um, good luck in, in your fight, and hopefully I'll, I'll get your number. When we take a break here, get your number. I'd love to hear from you again as you go through this process. Once again, Yvonne St. Cyr, thanks for being with us this morning. Appreciate it. KBY Newstime is uh, 748.